Get ready for Unriveted Radio on Super Talk 1270. Now, here's Travis Feist and Rob McLeod. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Coda Customs Unriveted. I'm your host, Travis Feist, and with me, as always, my co-host, Rob McLeod. What's up, everybody? Pretty uh, crazy weather we had last night. That was crazy. Yeah. I thought nothing of it until I kept on seeing a bunch of pictures on social media. I was like, that was serious. Yeah. Like, I, um, my sister sent me a Snapchat, and she was legitimately concerned. I was like, I was making grocery runs and making supper and oblivious of what was going on outside. Right. <laughs> well, it's hard to believe that, you know, they're still... Believe it or not, I mean, there's still snow on the ground out there, and it's hailing. That's the first time ever I've ever come across where there's still snow on the ground, and it's hailing. So when I heard that we didn't hit the snowfall record, I was pretty disappointed just because of all of the what we had to deal with, and we didn't even break the record. And so I'm going to write... Um, a well-written letter saying that this hail counts as snowfall and so. we're going to get it. Yeah. And we're going to you know, get something for what we endured. I think they can give us credit for that. That's the least they can do. Yeah. Yeah. Let me know how that works. Yeah. I'm kind of curious. Yeah. I've written some pretty letters, some pretty good letters. Yeah. I've got it down. <laughs> like, I've even taken penmanship classes. Really? Yeah. What yeah. happened to those? It's just uh, everything's been going well. I haven't yeah. written any letters sure, in a while, yeah. so I kind of <laughs> lost the the technique. Yeah, well, yeah. It's like riding a bike, I guess. Get right back on it. Not really. Not really. No. no. Shop's been busy. We got a lot going on. Hopefully, the sun will come out a little bit and start warming up. I think it's supposed to get a little warm today. Yeah, maybe we'll dry out our parking lot so you don't get upset with me when I. Decide to hit every single puddle on test drives. That would be nice. That would be I'd nice. appreciate if you'd not do that. Yeah. But no, we got a little bit of everything in the shop. Um, got a, 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 a Euro, an import, an Audi S6. Mm-hmm. You just tidied up the exhaust on that right before yep. the podcast. That's going to be cool. Um, just got to do the tuning on it. And then, uh, of course, RJ's Defender. Yeah, we did a post uh, yesterday on that. Um, you know, it never fails with RJ, you know, no, it's, um, you know, when he calls you, you know, that it's not something simple and easy and it's insane how much, and, and, you know, so on this post that we did, we, we took a picture of everything that he wanted us to install in this, uh, defender and talking to him yesterday. I don't think he's done. I think there's still more stuff coming the way he talks. And how? I think Toya, we might throw a turbo on that thing. Yeah, I probably, well, I know we talked about, and I know he's kind of getting to that point where, you know, he wants to turn this into a pretty unique machine. And, you know, we were realizing that there's no uh, door locks in this thing. So you buy this machine with power windows and AC and heat and everything else, but no door locks. So I told him, I said, well, you know, they, you know, we can put actuators in this thing. And I said, even better yet, why don't we just do a car starter? And I don't yeah. know if I should have said that or not, because, boy, his, like, 
you should have seen him light up. And, you know, of course, with RJ, it's if if it can be done. If it's possible. Yeah, like yeah. he's always on board. And so, like, I don't – hopefully I was kind of was hoping he wasn't quite listening to me, but he really was. So I think we're committed to putting a car starter in the same. We're going to try it, but I know we talked about it. And, of course, you know, RJ, he likes cool stuff. So Yeah, if you tell him that – we can go to the moon with the top down. He'd be like, all right, let's do yeah, it. Yeah, let's go. You know, yeah. you know? Shotgun. Yeah. Know, that's what you'd say. Yeah, but um, no, so, we got, uh, yeah, let's just kind of expected with RJ that we're going to mm-hmm. do everything to that machine. And then, right. um, and which is nice because he kind of lets, well, he does let us do our thing. You know, he gives us the truckload of, of parts and accessories to put in the, everything that he brings us. But then he's like, now, you guys do you, and that's what I really yeah. like about it is the fact that, you know, we can think outside the box. He's not, you know, he likes things a certain way, but he also gives us the freedom to, you know, if we see something or come across something, he's he's always on board. You know, I think we've earned that trust with him. Yeah, that's exactly what you said is uh, he didn't just give us that trust. It's like we've executed enough projects for him to where – um. He doesn't even have to, it's, it's, it's understood. Yeah. yeah. So that's, what's nice that, you know, I, I enjoy doing stuff like that. So stay tuned. We'll be posting pictures of that and showing, um, the progress on, as we start moving, I started on it last night. Yeah. So, but, uh, speaking of side by sides, we got, um, a returning guests. Um, we have Toby and Adeline. Hello. Yep. Glad you guys here. could uh, come in and visit with us for a little bit. Yep. So we have we had you on our podcast last year, and um, there's a couple things. You know, you're, you're kind of here for two reasons, actually. Um, you guys started the first annual um, Adeline's Believers. Um, it's kind of like a multi-event, actually. Because <laughs> yeah. I'm going to say it wasn't quite a car show, and it wasn't a truck show, but... It's, it's actually like, a great concept. It, it was. And um, we were a part of it last year. And um, you guys had, it was not only do you have a car show, you had the big rig semi um, truck show. You had a band, I believe, a couple nights, I think. Or no, it was the one night. Because last year it was only the one uh, one day event. Um, bunch of vendors. And you had John Schneider show up, which... I think Sean kind of really, yep. everybody can thank him for putting that together. And that was pretty neat to uh, have him come here. And, and we got to visit <laughs> yeah. with him. Pretty pretty nice guy. And he was on our podcast also. I've never seen, uh, I've known Sean for a while. And he was kind of like a little kid. He was kind of like <laughs> oh, giddy. Oh, yes. He, <laughs> it was, it was definitely he, a, a dream a dream come true yeah. for him. And I mean, I watched Dukes the Hazard growing up too. Right, so, yeah. you know, with my dad and stuff. So it was really <laughs> just kind of, kind of neat to yeah. hear, see everybody's reactions. Right. And, um, you know, what I thought was really funny was when we were sitting at the vendor with, uh, in our tent and it was right at the entrance of, of the actual show. And we were sitting there, and all of a sudden, John Schneider came out on the motorcycle, and I think they stepped out for just a little bit to go for a quick bike ride. And John was in front, you know, of course, his hair, you know, his fro was yeah. hanging out, and here was Sean right behind. And I kind of started laughing because I'm like, you could just tell, like, Sean's like, that's my idol. Like, he was yeah. so happy to be behind <laughs> yeah. John Schneider. And uh, 
Like he was just right on his tail, just like a proud little puppy, just right behind John. Yeah, he just and I like, started laughing. I said, "You know, I bet you shot right now." It's just you could tell he just that was awesome he to his, see. He had his orange. I think he even had his orange uh, rebel hat on, or mm-hmm. his um, uh, generally General Lee generally hat, hat on, yep. and just a proud peacock being behind John <laughs> on his bike. But yeah. I, I'll I won't forget that that image that I had when he when he rode by our booth. But it was really cool. Uh, you guys put on a great event. Um, uh, I I think what was it a hundred or was it over two hundred trucks? I think I don't remember. I should have asked them before we came. Um, I think it was somewhere between a hundred and two hundred. Like yeah. I don't think they went over a hundred, but I I feel like they were maybe closer to two hundred yeah, than they were to a hundred. The place was, was full. Yeah, yeah, it was. And when we were we got in there super early to watch cars to get them in yeah. our display. And again, we were right at the entrance. That and, was cool. Um, yeah, in which we'll be there again for yeah. the second one. Mm-hmm. But we sat there for hours, and that was the that was the one way in. And I'm telling you. That was awesome mm-hmm. just to sit there and watch those semis come in. It was it was pretty impressive to see <clears throat> the the quality and, you know, just the wow factor in a lot of these trucks. And uh, it was pretty neat and turned out a good good hit. You guys had a bunch of cars to show up for the car show. Mm-hmm. A lot of nice cars. Yeah. yeah. Half of them were Sean's, but well, yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> naturally. It still works, yeah. yeah. still works right? Yeah. We'll but, say a quarter of them were Sean's. Yeah. yeah. So, beans it was uh, in – because of all that, it actually, the whole concept behind it is, you know, um, to help raise money. So I, for this darling little girl over here, Adeline, and um, if you want to explain a little bit, just, I know. Uh, Maybe have some new listeners. Yeah, just yeah. in case anybody wasn't listening um, last podcast on just what this whole event comes down to and what the purpose of it is. If you can just explain a little bit. Sure. Um, so we founded Adeline's Believers um, a year ago officially. We kind of have always called her little tribe of supporters that. Um, she has a rare diagnosis, which means less than 200,000 people in the United States have the same diagnosis. And basically, she has a variant on a gene called CACNA1A, which is is responsible for how our brain cells communicate. And we all have two copies of this gene. Um, but on one of her copies, the coding got mixed up, so it doesn't function the way that it should. And as a result, she has severe epilepsy, developmental delays. She's had hemiplegic migraines, um, things that are supposed to be a typical thing from a cold to a surgery end up being very complicated for her. Um, She started showing symptoms when she was a baby, but we didn't get a diagnosis until she was three. Um, And since she's been three, she's had three or four life-threatening neurological events um, where all of her therapy progress has basically been wiped out and she's had to start over. And we, you know, have questioned the worst outcome possible. And Mm -hmm. she always comes back stronger than ever and... She's a tough cookie. For sure. Yeah. So with that in mind, um, we wanted to figure out a way locally to get some support to facilitate research for a treatment or potentially a cure for individuals who have a variant on the CACNA1A gene. Right now, that you know, in order to get research for that kind of stuff, you need money, you need researchers interested in it. Um, 
And when when she was first diagnosed, we were just basically told there's no research, there's no treatment, there's no cure. We'll just try to keep her seizures under control as best as we can and have her go to therapy, which was um, pretty frustrating and mm-hmm. and terrifying too <laughs> when you think about what the future could potentially hold. And no parent wants to hear stuff like that. Either. No, absolutely yeah. not. So since then, um, a lot of advocacy work has been done f- with parents of kids with CACNA 1A, and, and there's a group of moms out east that are have made a lot of contacts with researchers um, who are interested in helping improve the quality of life <clears throat> for individuals with a CACNA 1A variant. So we wanted to spread awareness and develop some sort of platform to help raise money to support foundations like the CACNA 1A Foundation. <clears throat> But we also wanted to make sure that we were supporting our community as well. Um, you know, Adeline did a project for school where she was asked to describe herself. And she said she is nice and she likes to make people happy. So with that spirit in mind, um, we thought about, well, what can we do to help other families and other kids? And that's how we came up with the ideas to Um, deliver what we're calling family comfort kits to the hospitals. Um, Just a bunch of essentials, kind of our survival kit that we've developed with having to suddenly go to the hospital and not having anything. Um, So we gave out 20 of those last year, um, and we have gotten some replies back from people saying this is exactly what we needed. We came from out of town we got labs and we had to get admitted and we had nothing, you know. Mm-hmm. So it was really nice to hear that people are appreciative of those. Mm-hmm. And then the other things um, that we're doing is trying to help families with out-of-pocket expenses for physical therapy, occupational mm-hmm. therapy, and speech therapy. Um, sometimes insurance doesn't cover all of those therapies and we know how important it is to maximize function and independence and increase quality of life. And then the other thing that we're hoping to do is to help families with the out-of-pocket costs of adaptive equipment because insurance doesn't always cover everything, um, and it's not cheap. You know, it's pretty neat that as a parent and as an individual dealing with something like this, you know, just to hear everything that you go through and what it, it what you take in as a parent and as a mother for Adeline and the expenses and everything. And you're doing these, you know, like this uh, car show and stuff like to help raise money, not only to help you and the cause, but you're also taking that and turn on giving back at the mm-hmm. same time. And that's pretty amazing. You don't hear a lot of people that do that. Usually it's a, it's it's in and it stays in and they use it until mm-hmm. it's all gone. But you bring it in and then you figure out a way to not get greedy and, and I guess the kind of the way of saying it and just keeping it all and, and worrying about yourself as you're turning it around and, and helping other people that are in the same, same predicament. And, and it's pretty amazing that you can find not only the time and effort, but just, but just to do that in return means a lot that, you know, people are, are got to be pretty appreciative on that whole concept. Yeah. Your direction with this is pretty, pretty great, pretty outstanding. Um, you're covering a lot of bases. Mm-hmm. Um, what is, I guess, it's a pretty broad question. Um, maybe we'll gear it towards Adeline. What's 
what's the outlook um, based on a year ago after, you know, a year's time after um, you held your first event? What how, how are things looking, I guess, with Adeline? With Adeline. Mm-hmm. Um, so... She seems like to be a, looking great. Yeah, yeah. She's, yeah. Looking, she's growing. I mean, she's yeah. looking good. She's growing. Yeah, definitely. Um, she had to have a pretty significant surgery in October, um, you know, where we were told four to six day hospital stay and you can go home for six weeks and get casts off. But nothing is ever easy with CACNA 1A. And um, everything we got through, through for a loop, um, she wound up basically being in the hospital for six weeks just because it was like one complication after another um, with, she basically went through four surgeries at once, wound up with pneumonia, um, needed a blood transfusion, then her brain stopped triggering um, her to breathe while she was asleep. So we had a lot of things to work through. And then, you know, when you're not functioning normally you don't eat and drink normally mm-hmm. and your your stomach gets kind of mad at you and anesthesia makes things worse and mm-hmm. so it was a really rough road and yeah. that's just it kind of seems to be the norm with individuals with a cacna 1a variant nothing is simple nothing goes the routine way that they mm-hmm. say it's going to go there's always wrenches that are thrown in it so even when she is in a good season, we're kind of always mm. waiting for the other shoe to drop. Right. But, you know, it is, you know, I didn't, it's crazy that coming in here, she looks really good. I mean, mm-hmm. not that she didn't. I mean, that's what I'm saying. But compared to last year till mm-hmm. now, I mean, she looks really good. Mm-hmm. I mean, she, she, I can tell she's growing. Uh, she's got that smile, mm-hmm. you know, and, and it's, uh, it's good to see, actually. Yeah. Yeah, we are very thankful to be in a good season because we've definitely had our share of not good yeah, seasons. Yeah, I imagine. Sure. Yeah. So with that <clears throat> coming up here, um, you guys are beans. Last year went so good, you decided to do it again mm-hmm. on the uh, whole event. Now that's going to be coming up here on the Buggies and Blues weekend, and. It was actually so good that you guys decided to do a two-day event instead of a one-day, yeah. which is good, too, because um, I would have to say, honest to God, I, we've been to a lot of shows, um, car shows, bike shows, and for a one, for the first time putting together or show that you guys put on pretty smooth. was pretty impressive. Yeah. Yeah. It, uh, it was a great turnout. There was a ton of people. Mm-hmm. Um a lot of, you know, uh, the cars, trucks, uh, a lot of uh, participants that showed up to it. And I, we were busy all day long. I mean, it was it was a great turnout. There was a lot of people over there. And then they had the truck poles, I believe, that night, which mm-hmm. brought in a great crowd there also. Yep. So I think doing a two-day event probably was a great <laughs> idea. Um, that's going to be f- – so Friday and Saturday – the weekend of buggies and blues, correct? Yes. So I was also told, beans that Sean's must. Have, I don't know. We might. We have to hook up with Sean because apparently he's got some pull on getting people here. <laughs> so apparently, um, Steve Darnell with Welder Up mm-hmm. is going to be here for yep. this show, and he's going to bring some. 
I think two cars, I think, I yeah. to the grapevine. I am not sure exactly how many or what he's bringing. Or he's bringing. probably going to have his car on the semi. So, yeah, yeah two. Mm-hmm. And, know, and MPO, um, the Mandat Progress Organization, um, did facilitate this, but then offered for us to kind of be in on it with them because they knew that we were going to be doing something Friday and oh, Saturday sure, okay. to just kind of spread it throughout the whole weekend. So everybody can get a chance to to meet him and see sure. what he does. So we're really excited to to have him join us. Yeah, it's pretty neat. I think I'm excited too. Yeah, <laughs> I think uh, I could definitely see him. He's got a lot of cool rat rod Peterbilts. I could see him bringing one of those just because they are doing a show and shine, a big rig show and shine. Mm-hmm. So uh, but whatever he brings, people are going to love it. Yeah. He's, mm-hmm. um, they stick some really cool motors and do his projects and um yeah, just you don't really unique stuff so yeah but um so what is now i guess maybe the outlook towards um from a research standpoint or is it um even i guess any progress is good progress even yeah. if it's little um but, so you know like i said we have thrown some support, financial support to the CACNA 1A Foundation, and they are doing a lot of great work. Um, they just awarded a grant um, to a researcher who has potentially figured out a way to do gene therapy to essentially fix the gene. So without getting too scientific, um, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, the CACNA 1A gene is one of our, is a huge, huge gene. So um, it's hard to do targeted genetic therapies on it because it's so big, because you have to um, have a carrier to recode the gene. A lot of gene. moving parts. Yep. Yeah. And, and when the gene is big, it's harder to get the how they're going to fix the coding to, to where it needs to be. So, But this researcher um, found a way that he thinks that it's possible. So I feel like that's super exciting for us um you know individuals with a cacna 1a variant have a have symptoms that range from very mild to quite severe and life-altering and adeline is at the severe end of the spectrum so we really feel like we're on borrowed time to make sure that we do as much as we possibly can to help facilitate researchers and support all the initiatives. But they, so they have that. And then there's some other types of treatments that potentially target the gene that can um, just turn off the one that isn't working the way that it should. But you have to find a delicate balance between turning that one off and keeping the other one working. Right, so yeah, it's, it's so yeah. complex and complicated. Like a, a you checks know? and balances. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But like on a really serious level. <laughs> yeah. 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 So have you seen... Even just since last year, the supporters and, you know, the people that follow you and, and have you seen that grow? And then have you noticed, has there been more, largely amount of more cases of this? Um, so, you know, as far as our local support, I definitely think it's grown since we started just, um, you know, we go places and people recognize her mm-hmm. constantly. Oh, look, it's Adeline. Yeah. <laughs> you know, nobody knows who Sean and I are, but they yeah. know who she is. Um, and then as far as like diagnoses, to my knowledge right now, she's the only one in North Dakota. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a, a few kids in Minnesota and, um, and I don't know if it's lack of access to 
testing because we're more rural versus it seems like there's more more people being diagnosed in more populated areas, you know, so just different access to testing and healthcare specialists and things like that mm-hmm. or what. But they're saying that, you know, they only recently started testing for variants on this gene because they didn't realize all of the havoc that it could cause. So mm-hmm. when we first started looking for a reason for her delays when she was a baby, it, they probably wouldn't have found it because there's adults getting diagnosed now that have had symptoms throughout their life and and couldn't figure it out and so they go back and redo the genetic testing and it comes up so um you know it's still classified as a rare disease in five years i don't know if it will be just depending on technology and things like that i remember from last year's podcast just when you kind of informed us about um the captain 1A. So you said anything under 200,000 cases is rare. Like, I remember it, isn't hers like, it's got to be like ultra rare. Right. So Adeline's variant is ultra rare because she is the only one in the CACNA 1A family family that has her variant. So yeah. like Sean and I are not carriers. It just kind of it happened. Happens. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. You know, yeah, I remember just uh, like over like, what you like the probability i was like wow like yeah yeah it's I'll called just... a de novo variant so basically it just happens and nobody knows why um you know if she would ever have kids they would have a 50 percent chance of of having it um you know so it could be passed down but there are Families where each family, you know, several of the family members have a variant, but each one of them presents differently. So that's the other hard thing about this is, you know, it doesn't present the same. And and some people respond really well to certain like seizure medications um, and other people. It's a nightmare. Like, you know, we tried one that lots of other people have had good luck with and it really made her brain very 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 angry and the months of august and september of 2021 she had over 500 seizures and she couldn't sleep without clustering and needing medications so and i suppose that's hard to even try to diagnose something that is so rare you, you know, because you're not, you don't have so many cases to just keep testing, you know, mm-hmm. so I'm sure like that, it's all just a process. And I think even the inconsistency across the board, it's like once you get some found research on one case, it's like, well, the next one's completely different. It's like, mm-hmm. well, then you just, that's what would probably be, that would, if like, that would drive me crazy. <laughs> like, yeah. so like hats off to you yeah. on just like, mentally dealing with it like it's that's uh initially we were told just just to stop looking because they didn't think that they would be able to diagnose any they would be able to find out what was wrong when like when she was a baby and we first started and no parent mother you know yeah and so we we did take a little bit of a break but then it's like well we just we just can't there has to be an answer with all of it's, All of the technology we have, there has to be mm-hmm. something that can help us. But we went through a lot of normal test results. We ruled out a lot of things that were scary. Um, but we, it's like, you know, kind of a double-edged sword where you're, 
you want an answer so bad, but you don't want it to be this one or that one or whatever, you know, and so you're thankful for the normal result, but then it's still like, well, now what's going on, Mm -hmm. you know? And that's what I'm sure, like, like you said, it was hard is just because they tell you no here or, you know, just, you know, it is what it is that it's like, no, we can keep looking, mm-hmm. keep trying, keep trying. I mean, there's got to be something somewhere, you know, some answers or, you know, something or just there has to be. Right. And hopefully paving the way so families don't have to hear like what, what we did, like, you know. Just You're not going to find anything. And then we did find something and we just heard, well, there's nothing you can do, you know. So that's kind of part of our goal with trying to, to spread awareness to what kind of tests should you ask for? Who should you go see? Um, how do you manage care out of state? Most of her specialists are 450 miles away, you mm-hmm. know, which can be hard too. Yeah. Um but I feel like all things considered, there's been greater um, medical breakthroughs that has taken place. So I think that would, if I were in this, that would give me hope. Like, mm-hmm. oh, this is possible. Like, mm-hmm. there's, 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 for lack of better words, crazier things have happened, right. you know? So, and the feedback that the cacno a Foundation has received from researchers is they're very interested, you know, but with, in order to do research, you need money. So you need yeah. to be able to fundraise yeah. and 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 make sure that your money is going to to places that are going to fulfill your goals mm-hmm. and and um so that's the other thing too like there's no way that we could try to figure out how do we you know collaborate with researchers cuz you need such a, a um a specific knowledge base to make sure that they are doing what they should be with your your hard earned right. fundraising donations um so I'm thankful that we have the Hackno One A Foundation to support because they are doing an amazing job with that piece. But it's enough. I mean, you're just being a wife, being a mother, and taking care of Adeline, and then that on its own is a full time job too mm-hmm. to keep on top of all that. So it's nice to know that if you're not, you know, that people fill in and can still stay on top of it to give you the answers that you're looking for and mm-hmm. making sure to stay you know, with, with the answers that you're looking for and everything else. So that's pretty neat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my uh, my hat's off to the both of you guys because I know mm-hmm. Sean also runs a very well-ran, successful business too. So just the, the you guys figured out a way to just make like, it work. Just yeah. I, I feel like if Sean could just be stressed alone just from his yeah. his fighters <laughs> right. that he's got going on. So it's, just, it's it's awesome to see you guys. It's it's. It's yeah. cool to see motivated minds just uh, take all challenges on and just, you know. Oh, the give, causes. Though. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. So Adeline's got to be what, how old now? She'll be nine in October. Nine, okay. Sure, so yeah. eight and a half-ish yeah. right now. Yep. Yeah. That's, well, she definitely looks good. That's for yeah, sure. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Well, I appreciate you coming in. Um, and again, so this the um, Adeline's Believers is um, at Friday, June 9th at the um, Dakota Speedway mm-hmm. and Saturday at uh, June 10th at the Speedway. And I believe it starts at, I think, 10 o'clock both days, I yes. think. And yep. then um, there's a, let's see that list there. Just kind of read off a little bit what we all got going on here. So on Friday is, uh, of course, the truck and car show. And then... Um, 
Saturday, it looks like. Um, same thing, too. And then they're having the meet and greet with um, uh, Steve at mm-hmm. noon. And then at 1 o'clock, they have the uh, public meet and greet for, for the public. And then it looks like you guys are having a silent auction from 10 to 2 on Saturday. Yep. And then a live auction from 3 till 4. Yeah, whenever it's over. Yeah, yep. until whenever, yep. And then at 4 o'clock is the truck pull again. So if people want to, you know, help donate or, or participate in this, they don't have to come to the car show. You have an actual website and Facebook, I believe, Yeah, we have um, just <clears throat> adelinsbelievers.org. We're on Facebook. We're on Instagram. Um we can take donations through our website. We can take them through Facebook. Um, with the car show, you know, you can come Friday or you can come Saturday or you can come both days. Um, we're doing dash plaques for the first 50 people who register. Um, free will do- or, you know, free will donation for a registration fee. Um, and then we're also going to have trophies i'm thinking we're gonna do the award ceremony kind of right around that live auction time mm-hmm. but so the categories that sean came up with i brought them with so i had to remember oh sure um we're doing a people's choice or best in show so we'll we'll have voting set up for everybody and then we're gonna do stock car modified car start stock truck modified truck rat rod Project Vehicle and Street Rod Pro Touring. So this is just the car part. You guys aren't yep. doing nothing for the big rigs. No. Okay. So, um, yeah, I I don't I think I don't know that they are gonna do anything like that um, this year, or if that will be something. I mean, you know, we're really thankful for Greg and Chad and and their wives for inviting us to partake in their hammer down big rig show and shine sure. because it's such a unique event. And, and, um, <clears throat> I, my brother is a trucker. My brother-in-law is a trucker. We know how important these mm-hmm. guys are to everything that we do and to see everybody like come together in this family friendly thing and then support us too. Mm-hmm. It just has been really touching and wonderful. Um, something else that we're adding is we, are going to do like um, a kid zone with a bunch of different games and and things that are like she could do every single one of them. That was kind of my criteria for sure. having something yep. Yep. just to make it more family friendly. Um, and talking to the guys that do the hammer down big rig show and shine, you know, they just want something where truckers can spend time with their family and friends and just have a good time and relax because they their families go through a lot. You know, mm-hmm. they're away from each other a lot and and just to show appreciation. And, yeah, it's really cool to watch the trucks drive in. Right. And, I, and, and I think they do a light show on yeah. Saturday night, yep. too, night, yeah. which is really amazing. I just saw videos because we were at home because sure. she was sleeping. But, <laughs> but I know yeah. we, we walked around a little bit uh, last year. And, you know, when you said that, it is kind of neat when when you're walking through the the big rigs there and every once in a while you'll see the group of gatherings from you know all the other truckers they find their group and the Mm -hmm. launchers come out in the tent and the beverages come out and they're having their own little get together and their own little party and you can just see those little groups throughout the whole show and Mm -hmm. and everybody's just kicked back having a great time Mm -hmm. and um it was really cool it it was i was i was really impressed on how nice of a show it was last year 
So looking forward to this one. Yeah, it's going to be good. We're going to kind of try to have a, <laughs> a central location yeah. with food and drinks and music. And um, Steve Darnell will kind of be right in that central area. The kids zone will be right there. Um, the car show is going to kind of be from it, the way it sounds like on the fringes a little bit. So you'll get mm-hmm. to see the cars and then the big rigs will be spread throughout. So lots of lots of things to look at for mm-hmm. Yeah, hopefully, Anybody. yeah, <laughs> you know? we get that um, same nice weather that we I had know. last year. It was that beautiful was beautiful last yeah, year. Mm-hmm. Both days. But, um, yeah, yeah, should yeah. Yeah, it was a good event. So should be even better than it. last. So yeah, um, I like. I gotta say uh, the um, the logo you guys did for the the foundation um, is, is cool. I've uh, seen the stickers on a few vehicles around town, mm-hmm. and I pick it out right away. So yep. it's like it's uh, it's it's um. Like a, I don't know, keepsake, but uh, trademark. I don't know. Yes. Yeah. Yep. She Madeline's came up tree. with pretty much the whole idea. We I had cool. different pictures of bees and had her had it written out different ways, and I just put them up on the iPad, and she told Sean and I which ones she liked the best, and that's nice. what we went with. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, uh, yeah, she's got um, good choice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It looks good. Yeah. But. Well, I'm glad that, like I said, you got to take a time and, and come in and visit with us yeah, and talk yeah. a little bit. Glad you guys are doing it again, yeah. too. It's awesome. And, so, um, Are you guys going to be around Sunday, or is it just a Friday and Saturday, or do you guys have something up at the Buggies we're gonna, and Blues? Yeah, we're going to okay. set up at Buggies and Blues. Okay, so um, people can come and see you there, yep, too? Yep, and I, I think we're, we haven't quite figured out exactly what we're going to do, but we're hoping to maybe have... Um, like some some T-shirts with our logo on and, and cool. things like that, and we talked about maybe having you know kind of like a take and make kit mm-hmm. for kids. They can just kind of take take it home. We had to figure out if we're gonna focus on bees or cars, though. Maybe oh, we sure. can figure out something together. There you go. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, and we everywhere we'll just have like free will donations, and people can give if if they're able to, and if not, we still just appreciate support just in mm-hmm. thoughts and prayers too because those those i feel like can move mountains mm-hmm. They, mm-hmm. it can add up correct yeah well good well, well hope to see and like i said come on down check out adeline say hi to her <laughs> and um it's a good time guys it is you'll it, you'll definitely there's enjoy something it. there for everybody and yep. it's going for one of the best causes out there so. yeah so yeah. that's going to be the whole weekend of uh june 9th 10th and 11th Come on down. I thought we had a busy weekend. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we ain't doing nothing compared to these guys. Yeah. It's, uh, well, we're going to be right there, falling yep. behind every Yeah, we're trying to keep up. We got our work cut out, too. But, yeah. you, know, and that's, you know, and that's the thing that's nice about this is uh, when Sean came, and, and I've known Sean for quite a few years, um, great guy. Uh, he's done some work for me and, and everything else. And when Sean first approached uh, me about this thing, before – last year's one and it wasn't even i didn't even have to hesitate i'm like whatever you want i'm in like mm-hmm. i'll donate whatever like and i think it's really nice because even last year going through the show and seeing um the other vendors that jumped in to be a participant of this mm-hmm. too which are some big vendors it's great to see how we can come together and help out for a great um cause and it's good to see a lot of people when 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 you kind of reach out a little bit and you have cool things um, going on like car shows and stuff, but it's really nice to see other 
people come together and help each other out and participate in this. So it's, uh, like I said, it was great, awesome. And this year, too, Sean came up, and he said, hey, we're going to do a second year. And I'm like, dude, whatever. Like, I'm yeah. down. Put me down again. I'm in. <clears throat> no discussion. Didn't even have to think twice. Just we love helping out as yeah. much as we possibly can. We appreciate can. it, yeah. for sure. So mm-hmm. check us, uh, check them out, uh, Buggy Blues Weekend, like I said again. And uh, if not, you can check them out on their uh, website and on Facebook, the Adelins Believers. And if you want to donate or help out, it's definitely going for a good cause. So, you know, go ahead and check it out. Yeah. So, yeah, thanks again, and thanks for listening. And until next time, we'll see you on the next episode. See you guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Unriveted Radio. Also available on demand with the Super Talk 1270 mobile app. Download in the App Store or Google Play today. Unriveted Radio, presented by Dakota Customs, a full-service custom garage on the Strip in Mandan.